There's the turn against the Nisna. Makes a nice move in across the line. Drops it back. Connecting. Connecting. Pass to Jeff. They score! Oscar Lindblad buries it. And the power play goal ties this game in two. Episode 58 of the Liberty O. And I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stompo. As always. As always. The only reason <laughs> I gave a regular intro was for Cam York and Cam York only. The only Honestly, reason. the main reason we're here, to be honest. Um, that and the team just sucks. Six-one <laughs> loss in Buffalo. Just we now have two. Buffalo has seven wins on the year, and we have two of them. Yeah. Two of them are against us, and both of them have been blown out. weren't we just blowouts. talking about that? Like we got blown out by them in the beginning of the year too. What was it six-one? Was it the same? Yeah, score? I'm not even surprised by this, bro. For some reason, like what? even the games we won against them, we've been down in those games. Like it's just this team sucks, dude. Dude, was it? Honestly, was it the same score? I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it, it. I'm pretty sure we lost to Buffalo. Yeah, it was the same score because we lost to Buffalo six one at home, and then we followed that up with the three nothing shutout after that. So we lost this Buffalo team. Like it seems like every team in the East Division this year just has our number, man. It's just it's it's not one thing that you can like pinpoint and and complain about you know what i mean like it's not one thing that you can look at and and go out there and make a trade for or or sign you know what i mean it's it's, it's not one solution it's the entire team it, it's really bad right now man it's bro we are all time low like, we talked about it today before we even hit play it's worse than the hackstall years because at least in the hackstall years you didn't expect anything and this like this year, this was supposed to be the next step year. This was supposed to be build off the one went away from the ECF year. You know what I mean? Like, we kept saying that over and over again. And now the more and more I think about it, like, the people that were saying, oh, it's one win away from the ECF, it, it wasn't as close as you think it was. And a lot of people, including us, were like, okay, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but a one-way – one win away from the ECF is one win away from the ECF. The more and more I think about it, man, like they might be right. This team looks like the team that we saw in the bubble and not the team that we saw before the bubble. I'm starting to believe the team that we saw before the bubble just caught fire and we're, and we're just hot and we talk off and ran with that. Man, like, I hate saying that, but like that's what that's the point I'm at right now. Like that's how low I am as a Flyers fan. Like this is lower than the Axel years because of the expectations we came into the season. It's sad, man. Like I'm genuinely like sad when I wake up now. I know we talked about <laughs> that all the time. We talked about that in high school, like how like as weird as it not weird, but as crazy as it's to say, like this team has a lot to do with like my mental health. Like I, I, I use this team to, to make me not think about my, my, my life and shit going on and in, in my life. It, it helps me escape. And I'm sure a lot of people that, that can relate to me. It, it helps you escape that you can sit there and watch a game and, 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 and get into it. And the Flyers just haven't given us that escape this year. I mean, last year was, we talk about it all the time. They dangled it in front of our faces. They dangled a, a good competitive team that you could sit down every night and know what to expect. Last year, and they just—it's just a completely different team this year, man. And like we said, it's not the roster because the roster is kind of the same. It's—it's—it's it's, it's time to do something, man. Like it's—I've seen enough at this point. You know what I mean? I've seen enough from the this this group at least. This is—it's it's too much, man. Yeah, I'm at the point now where I just absolutely dread the thought of tuning into games. It's dread. like it's like, like it's, when it gets when it's like an hour before game time, but it's like six o'clock, games at seven. I remember there's a game. I'm like, God damn! I'm like, another here we go again. 
No, I'm about to waste another three hours on this on this bullshit once more. And even even though we came back and won that game, the first game against Buffalo, when we went down 3-0, this is two games in a row that we've gone into the third period against Buffalo down 3-0. Two games in a row, Danny, to a team that has lost 18 games in a row. One of the worst, if not the worst, constructed team in the salary cap era. And oh. AV had the balls to come out and say post game today that he thought they uh, came I out. Saw and that. What? I saw that. His quotes what? I thought were terrible tonight. I thought they were terrible. He was. What I, are we I, doing, Dan? And like, like, I get it. Like the whole like, oh, I feel for these guys. Like these guys are humans. Like, uh, we get it, bro. Like we know. Like we we understand we, the predicament yeah, that they're in. That it's a weird season. We they're understand not the only that. Team they're going not the, that shit, bro. They're not. The entire world is going through this. You know what I mean? Like I I I understand. Like. As for especially for single for single players right now, it's gotta be lonely. A- absolutely, man. I mean, I'm I quarantined three or four times here with my family, and I'm lonely. So I can't imagine what it's like for a single guy in the NHL living by himself. It's it, it's gotta be lonely. It's gotta be boring. It's, it's gotta affect the mental health. Absolutely, I'm, I'm I'm not one to ever shy away from the the mental health discussion. But at the end of the day, these guys have a job to do. You get paid to do a job. Just like I get paid to go serve tables and and do my job. These guys have a job to do. They have to go out there and and perform. You know what I mean? Like we have a job. We cover the flyers. I I have my side job. You have your side job. Like we do our jobs every day. Like we're and we're counted on to do that. Just like these guys are. They have to. Uh, you got to live what with what you're presented with. It sucks that we're in a in a, in a pandemic. And it sucks, man. But like you have to come and show up to work. There's no excuses. Absolutely, I hate to be that guy. I hate that it sucks because, like, I I understand like the discussion behind it because trust me, I'm I'm the one person. You too, man. Like, we both understand that discussion, so it's not like it's not flying by our by our ears. You know what I mean? So it's it's the discussion. I mean, the the excuses is just it's not there for me. Yeah, it's it's a what have you done for me lately business, man. It's like it's at a business. certain point, yeah, it's like you have to kind of forego the whole like. Uh, what people are going through, troubles, but like you said, like you have to show up to work and you have to put you in the work. To. And if you don't, then you will. They fired. move on from you, bro. Yes. Like that's just how it goes. No, nope. I, don't, I don't get like. There's no passes going around, especially not like in like in the world, bro. And I, I hate think... to get deep like that, but there's no passes being given out nowadays. Like we can't just give people passes. Like oh, they're going through. They had a rough year, or whatever. Run it back next. Like you can't. No, there's especially, no running this back. I'm sorry. Sports. Like you can't. Like I'm sorry. There's no running this back, man. I mean. We, we're the we were the one one of the people saying run it back because at the time like this team like, I honestly I I thought that it would be a good idea to to run it back and obviously no, they earned it they, they earned they, it. they earned it and what they showed in the playoffs and what they showed this year I was just gonna get to that like they earned that that run it back this year but they have not earned that run it back from the playoff from the playoff performance last year all the way extended to following this year they have not earned a, a run it back they've earned a, a start selling eight million seven million dollar players that's what they've earned i'm sure we'll get into that later but like you said they have not earned to stay i'm pretty sure i've said that before they have not earned to stay together a team an, a gm that adds to a team and keeps them together because they deserve it. That's what a GM does and goes out and gets a fucking rental for the playoffs to add to a team because they deserve it. This team had, this team just signed Cam York 
he better not fucking leave Lehigh because they do not deserve Cam York. <laughs> he might not come in here and fucking tear it up right away, and he might obviously not come in here and, and completely fix the defense, but they, they don't even deserve to, to see Cam York, dude. They don't deserve any addition. Honestly, they, they, they really don't. Dude, I honestly, I want to get into the Phantoms right now, and I yeah, just want to kick it. it off by saying this. That, dude, they are fucking yoked. Dude, like they good. are a good ass team, and I'm all in, and I'm not kidding either. Like this is about to turn into a Phantoms podcast, Phantoms Twitter feed. I mean, especially like, with the fact that all York's, in. York's a Phantom now, so it, it just and they're just fun to watch. Bro, I was watching that game tonight, and like yeah. that, like that feeling I had last year when the Flyers were good and fun to watch. I, I felt it again. I was like, oh, this is what that feels like. Yeah. I missed that shit. Their power play is on fire right now. Every time they go to the power play, I'm expecting either like three huge chances or a goal, and I'm pretty. Sure Forster looks awesome. Four point night for for the 2020 first round pick. That power play when he got robbed, even before like, he got uh, that chance, like he looked good. Like he was all uh, at he's, the blue line for a little bit. He went D to D. It was pretty cool. Actually. He's really starting to pick up his play from the beginning of the year. Obviously, he needed a little bit of an adjusting since he's so young and honestly shouldn't even be playing there given the circumstances, but he's really picked up his play, man. His, his I don't know if it was his first or second goal tonight, but he came down the, the top of the wing and just let one go. And it was just the kind of goal that you would expect from him because he's just a pure sniper, and it was just the kind of goal that I see him scoring in the NHL a lot. Just that inside move, little, little forehand, backhand, toe drag, right in the slot, top right cheese. It was just that elite sniper kind of shot. So he possesses that that dangerous shot, and if he can put it all together, and I mean he's doing this at 19 years old, and he shouldn't even be here right now. So the fact that I mean him and Wisdom are playing pro hockey right now and playing like they're holding their ground. I mean, obviously, we saw what Wisdom did a couple games ago. He beat the shit out of that guy for hitting him in the head with the stick. I mean, he's an 18-year-old kid showing heart like that, man. And when an 18-year-old kid is showing heart like that, it, the entire team behind them wants to get on like get on that train. You know what I mean? Like Ryan O'Reilly, those kind of guys. They've seen an 18-year-old kid throwing hands out here, throwing his body around, scoring goals, playing his ass off, and it's, it's going to follow. It's a mentality, man. It's the team mentality. The Flyers right now, they're playing individually. We said that before. And the Phantoms right now, they're playing as a team. And it's it's pretty evident. They are showing heart, bro. They yeah, look They're hungry. awesome. And I, hate, I I don't want to say it because I know, like, for the last um, eight, or, eight or nine years or so, we've looked at Phantoms teams going, oh, this is the future. This is the next core. And, like, those guys have graduated to the NHL, and we are where we are now. But, like, it's true. Like, look at these guys. Like, that's the next core. Yeah. There is there is kind of a light at the end of the tunnel. Like although this is like Armageddon right now, this this month of March. But like, if it keeps trending this way, changes will be made. Yeah, and th- those guys eventually one day are going to graduate up. Like it, it, it's not the end of the world, so to speak. No, but we we did talk about it. I don't know who tweeted that, but you sent it to me today. The the Flyers have the next two days off, so I'm honestly expecting a couple of moves. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Tanner Lazinski suit up the next game against the Islanders. I mean, they're uh, a pretty defensive. They're a pretty defensive team that forechecks pretty hard. So honestly, I wouldn't be surprised because I think Tanner's a really good two-way guy. So Tanner, Lazinski, Allison. I, I think you see something. I think you see some kind of move. Man, I don't know how you can. I mean, this is the the second game you've gone into the third period down three zero to the fucking Sabers, man. And I I don't understand how you can't make a move 
after that. You know, and it's it's so bad right now. It's at it was one thing low. when it was Boston, dude. It really was. But, like, the Sabres. And then you kept using the excuse, like, oh, we still beat the Sabres, blah, blah, blah. But just now, now, now we look can't at even it. beat them, dude. Oh. And, I, like, honestly, our wins against the Sabres, I really don't even count them as wins. I really don't. We had a fight. We had a claw just tooth and nailed for every inch to get those two points. Like, if you have to fight that hard, you have I to know. battle back from, like, a three-goal deficit. Your captain has to turn back the clock to beat the Sabres. Are <laughs> he we has ser- to put what the are we team doing on his actual back, bro. For the Sabres. Like, what are we doing? We're cooked. It's done. It's done. Like uh, I hate to say it, but it's it's true. I mean, like Boston's in front of us, dude. Like that's the only team that we probably are, can catch up to. And I don't like like. Does anyone see that? Does anyone no. see? I that? mean, the defense has stayed the same since we've last talked. And I said if the defense doesn't change, if nothing changes, which I don't see, especially if we keep losing, I don't see Chuck making any kind of crazy move in this losing kind of season. So if the defense stays the same, we're not making the playoffs now. No, no way. And we get Boston um, three times in our next five games. I mean, if, yeah. if we come out in those games and we light them up all three yeah. of those games, I'll come on this pod and be like, you know what, there's a chance. But uh, yeah, it, it, said it probably won't happen. No, Hartnell said it today. I mean, they have a chance to to actually flip the, the, the switch here and, and beat Boston. But how could you have any confidence going into that? Uh, yeah, beat no, no one can, dude. No. I mean, I, I, I can't blame anybody for sitting there saying I have zero confidence because, I mean, me and you were pretty optim- optimistic people. And I think for the fact that me and you were even at this point is 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 pretty bad because we're usually the guys who are like okay let's let's not overreact or let's give them a little bit or blah 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 like we've been here we've defended this team but th- there's no defending this team I mean everyone's in unison everyone on Flyers Twitter right now is in unison something that you've ne- you never really see I mean besides maybe a a ghost argument here and there but for the most part I think Flyers Twitter right now is in unison about everything. We just want to trade, like, we're, we're honestly not even looking for, like, a huge shakeup. Like, we just want to trade that, le- like, the sends a message from ownership to the fans that, like, hey, like, we, we're we listening. Like, we care. Like, we see what you want. Yeah. We're in tune with the fan base. This is, like, Hackstall shit and Hackstall. Or, like, if, it seems like they would always do the opposite of what we wanted. Yeah. And it's, like, dude, that disconnect happens. And then it's, like, the casual fan goes to the Eagles, Sixers, and then the Phillies. And they don't even care about the Flyers because, like... It's, I'm it's, worried it's, about the casual fan now, man. Getting the casual fan now back now so hard. is going to be so much harder after, I mean, the the year that they had last year, you had the casual fan kind of come back and, and kind of latch on the hook and, and, and see what happens after the playoffs, and then this is what they give that casual fan. And the casual fan is going to go watch the Phillies tomorrow and completely forget about the Flyers. So the Absolutely. Flyers have lost the casual fan again. And that means Comcast. If you're fucking listening, you just lost money right there. So if, it, if that's all you care about is money, you just lost a fuck ton. I promise you, you just lost a fuck ton of money starting tomorrow because the Phillies play, and the Phillies are gonna be a good team this year because they actually went out in the off season and did what they were supposed to do and put the players behind Sixers the star still. players. Same same thing with the Sixers. They might win a title, bro. I mean, the Sixers. It's disgusting, like- bro. Comcast again. If you're listening, you just lost so much fucking money. It's not even funny. So if that's all you care about, make a fucking move. Do something. Send Jake Voracek out of here. Do something. 
get rid of somebody. Show that you fucking care, bro. It's so infuriating, man. Like, they gave us one good season, and that's it. Like, that's the only move we're going to make. I don't give a fuck that it's a COVID season either, bro. Like, I'm really over it. I'm really starting to get mad now. Like, I, I don't care that it's a COVID season. I, I understand that it's a 56-game season, and it's not really normal, but... I don't but care. Like, like we said at the top of the episode, like we, we you can't go into your job tomorrow and be like, oh, it's COVID season. I'm, I'm not trying <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, I'm not trying today. I'm it's not been picking, a hard March. I'm not picking like, up that 25 top. It's COVID season. Sorry. Like, like, fuck you, dude. Like, no. Like, make a fucking move. This team sucks right now. Go get a defenseman. Go get a go shake the fucking bottom six up. Go call Allison up. Do something. Put in ghost on waivers. You really think that's going to send a message? Like, okay, maybe it oh, sends yeah, a message. Let's get into that. Maybe it sends that. a message, dude. The only message I can see that sending is, okay, the guy who's been really bad the past two, three years has an okay season, is your best defenseman, and what do you do? You wave him? That's the message you're sending? The guy who finally comes back and has a decent year? I'm not saying Ghost has been good. Yeah, I, I think he's been okay. He scored some clutch goals this year, I think. But he still has his defensive turnovers. But I think anybody could sit here and make an argument that Ghost has been the best defenseman on this team. And that's saying a lot because this team's defense has been so ass. And I know saying that Ghost it has been their best defenseman isn't saying anything. But if you look at it that way, quote-unquote, their best defenseman this year was put on waiver. So you think maybe that would send a message to the team? Like, hey, guys... The dude who's been better than all of you just went through waivers. Pick it the fuck up or you're gone too. But I guess not because we just lost 6-1 to the Sabres. I guess nobody gives a fuck. So I guess the... the I don't know, man. I, I, I'm getting more mad as I talk. Maybe you need to take over. It'd be different if I like saw Hart too. And I said this on this last episode. Like when the Flyers would lose 7 nothing, but like Ray Emery would go fight Holpe. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's a sense of pride there. Like we didn't leave without a... That a fight. Yeah, I mean, it's... Av's double shifting Giroux, Couturier, and Voracek out there. I mean, they're, they're Giroux and, and and Couturier and I guess Voracek have been just double shifted, really relied on heavy. But like these are supposed to be gimme points, and we have to claw, claw. for them. Claw. We, we gotta, gotta go down three zero against the fucking Buffalo Sabers, dude. And Carter Hart is healthy, scratched for a couple games, and it's like I think these last couple games show once again. It's not on the gold. I'm so, yeah. when the so happy is my twenty. I'm sorry to cut you off, Danny. I'm so happy my 22 year old franchise goalie isn't is no longer behind this man. It, it's it's so bad right now that that kid just needs. I honestly wish they would just give him more than a couple games. I don't know if Av said it's gonna be a couple games or if it's gonna be a week. I don't know whatever it's gonna be, but I hope it whatever it is right now extend it a week. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, that kid just keep that kid away. Same thing with Cam York. Keep that kid. Down with the Phantoms. Down with that 11-3-2 team. Keep him going with them. Like, don't let him anywhere near this fucking team, bro. Yeah, you know how they always talk about, like, they always hype up all oh, the pressures of playing goaltender in Philadelphia. They're like, oh, Carter Hart, he can handle it. You know, you know, they always make that a big thing like that. The pressure of playing goaltender in Philadelphia. Like, yeah. That's a thing, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I wonder, I think Carter Hart will be just fine. But when Carcitti <laughs> dropped that article... A part, of, a part of me really thought thought back, and I was like, okay, this is why that's a thing. This is why people say, can someone, or can blank and blank handle playing goaltending in Philadelphia? Because you get articles like this. You have a bad stretch to start your year, and they dig into you not seeing a therapist anymore as to a reason why your play is suffering. Yeah. Not, I don't think that's cool. I, don't, I, I, didn't, I didn't think that was cool. The fact that he pushed it more and more the day after, like, as things were getting worse and worse on the timeline, not cool. 
Yeah. I thought it was bad timing. Um, yeah, I'm, I just had to get that out there. Yeah, I'm just kind of, I'm just glad Hart is taking a break right now and working with the goaltenders coach. I just think he really needs that. I mean, it just seems just the team in front of him right now. That one goal, I don't know who scored it, but the one with Braun, it was literally just sitting in front of the net watching him shoot the puck. Oh, my God. Bro. <laughs> I mean, Braun hasn't been Braun, – obviously, Braun's not the, the fucking reason why this team's just the way it is. He's not the sole reason. He's been actually pretty pretty solid this year. Speaking of Braun, he's on TV right now giving a post-game uh, interview in, like, a full tuxedo. I don't know the fuck that's all about, but mm. – yeah, that was an awful play. I I don't know what they're doing right now. I I think they're at the point where so much information's being fed to them that they're just fucking up. And I think a lot of that has to do with that that play the other game against Buffalo where there were five guys on the same side of the ice. I think I think that has a lot to do with just so much information being thrown at them at one time that they have no idea what to do. You know what I mean? So many voices. And one thing that I know that these coaches have different jobs like Tarion does the the power play and uh, Yo does the the PK and Avery does whatever he does. But like having three voices like that, maybe that is 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 what I I don't know, man. Like at this point, you're just it's really hard to decipher what's happening with this team because it's not one thing. Like I said, you can't go in there, but okay, they're just missing a top defenseman and that'll solve things. It's it's not just that; it's something deep rooted. You know what I mean? It's just something in this team that smells. I don't know what it is. On yeah, paper, they, yeah, they're, they're, they're just broken good. past the point of return. Honestly, I don't think there's any salvaging. They just no. seem broken, dude. Like they can't find a way to like figure it out. Can't find a way to win a hockey game. Can't handle any adversity. Nothing. It seems like, or and whenever they do, whenever they they like, say tie the game one one, like or they come back in a game, they just let up a goal right after or yeah. something. The any, momentum always gets halted immediately. Any momentum shifting possibility. That they got this season, like Oscar's goal, Patrick's goal, Oscar getting announced that his cancer scans came back clean, like all these chances to latch on to like a little momentum and take off with it, they haven't done, and that's what good teams do, and they haven't done that at all. Good teams it's, it's silly find me any for kind thinking, of momentum. You know, silly me for thinking that Sam Warren goal, like that whole moment. No, I, a part of me was kind of like. It's just a was fire like the, fan in you, bro. They'll go on a little. I didn't. I didn't think that they would go on like a run and maybe like get in a playoff spot after that goal. But I at least thought that all right after that moment they're gonna come out and handle handle the Sabers. Like they'll come out and take their get their four points. At least play just, a competitive game. You know what I mean? Like a two one game. I'll kill for a two one game in the third. A competitive. They almost lost all four points. You know what I mean? I know. I know. People, uh, it's people. so Claude Giroux, dude. People won't talk about how they almost lost for it. Like, they could have easily came away from this with zero points. Easily. Barely beat the Rangers. And then after just getting destroyed by reviving me. We talked about this, I think it was like a couple days ago when we were chilling in the car. Like, Mika Zibanejad just, we just revived him. Yeah, you're welcome, New York. He was dead in the water, and we just revived him. Like, he's tearing it up now. It's, it's, It's so stupid. It's bad, bro. Everything about this team right now, other than the York signing, is just—I mean—that's the only possible. I'm hyped thing about the York fans. signing, though. Yeah. He earned it. You want hey, to get into it real you know, quick? Yeah, absolutely. And let's start from the beginning of this season. Actually, let's start from the beginning of when when we went to go see him in development camp. Let's do it. And dude. we said what's up to him. We, we did. Said, Yo, York, see, he waved back. What said what's up? We could tell right from then he was a cool ass dude. Cool ass dude. But more importantly, he's good ass hockey player. Saw Wade Allison too that day. Another cool ass dude. Yeah, he was cool. 
think we do honestly. I think we've seen him at a couple development oh, camps. Yeah, he's now. been here for a while, yeah. man. I'm excited to finally see him up the Flyers. It should be soon, hopefully. I mean, if this shit continues, it's got to be soon. Got to be soon. But yeah, I remember seeing your dude. Imagine that was like 2019, bro. People yeah, it was right after he got. It was literally camp. like a couple weeks after he got drafted, man. And now he's now he's gonna play professional hockey. Awesome, awesome to see, dude. Just even, like even in that camp, I remember me and you being like, we just drafted this kid two weeks ago, and he's coming into this camp and it looks looked, good. It's good. He is so poised with the puck, and the way he can shield a puck and skate with it is is so mesmerizing to watch. I remember, I remember turning to you at that dev camp and being like, dude. We just drafted this kid, and he's just jumping right into a dev camp with a brand new team, and and, and looking like he doesn't hasn't missed a step. Bro, awesome. kid was dead ass in Anaheim like thirty six hours before <laughs> that camp. I know, he, like on his couch, like it was like that's crazy. Yeah, and he so, had a great camp, and then dude, World Juniors. Yeah. Um, I mean, the World Juniors. he did at Michigan. Yeah, the World Juniors that year, he didn't he didn't really play. There were a couple of older older players that played in front of him. And then the same thing with Michigan that year is his freshman year. He dealt with injuries his freshman year too, but he still put up points that year. And so he didn't, he, he just produces man. And then this year he just took that next step. Like we talked about last episode and he, what we needed Cam York to do in his sophomore season. He, he checked up every box and, and more. He exceeded expectations 100%. I mean, captain team USA, the goal that like we talked about, 20 points in 24 games in sophomore season with Michigan. Big Ten defenseman play, uh, defenseman of the year. Nominated for a Big Ten player of the year. And now he signs his ELC. So it, it's, it's really exciting. And he's going to jump into a great, great situation over there in Lehigh. Like a really good situation. So I'm really excited for Cam York, honestly. Awesome Dude, situation. I, I don't know if it's like – there's a certain part of me that I love when my stud defenseman is like – uh, my, the, also the leader of the team. I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew no. up loving watching defense, you, yep, like and watching Teamin, watching Pronger, and also watching like honestly look around the league when we were growing up, like Scott Niedermeyer, like mm-hmm. all these dudes, just like horses, bro, just like these stud defensemen that are just the captain of their team, and they, they even like Scott Stevens. That guy yeah. was like that guy was annoying as hell, but the perfect example that type dude. Yeah, I mean, my article didn't come out yet, and obviously you haven't read it, but I talked about how. The fact that Team USA, like the, his teammates, voted on him being captain, I, I think that means a lot, especially for a defenseman like you said, twenty a twenty year old kid, voted on by his teammates to be the captain of the team. He takes that team to gold, wins gold. I, that says a lot for his leadership qualities at twenty years old for a defenseman. You know what I mean? And it's a great, great trait to have, man. I mean, uh, for a locker room to trust you. It's, it's it's awesome, especially, I mean, he's going to go over there in, in, in Lehigh and, and join that locker room that's already m- meshing. And if he's anything that anything from what we've heard, locker room leadership ability, it's just going to it's gonna be a really good situation over there for him. I'm excited. I hate to jump the gun, but I'm kind of going to a little bit. Do it, dude. If, Why not? If, like, in this season, York, jump it. All right. If York is going to be what I think he's going to be, Okay. And probably what you think he's gonna be What's as well. That? I What's think that? he's what he's gonna be the uh, the pair to Provorov that we've been waiting for. Like <laughs> like we've been all these trade scenarios ever since Niskanen retired. We've been trying to plug Myers. That like 
I think it's going to one day be York, and I one think day, Provy's yeah. going to be just fine. I think Provy's, miss, Provy's a leader in himself, but I think the D-Core just needs another guy yeah. to kind of step in and be a stud as He's well. He's trying to do too much. Provy's trying to do it all himself, honestly. You need more than one Provy. I, I think that's what it comes down I mean, I mean, maybe you need like a guy who's like 80% of Provy or 75%, but you need more than just like him leading the charge. It seems like no one else has taken steps in their development or no, like yeah. leading the charge, leading the D-Core quite like he is and i think one day york could be that and that would be so solid for us imagine if we had him that made some like acquisition like ship Voracek in the off season uh jvr goes to seattle and then we go get some like stud defensemen next thing you know you got pro v york free agent stud yeah, or like I, trade I just, stud i i just really want us to finally get a prospect and i i mean like there, there are still some prospects prospects that the question's still out on them but i I, I really want York to just be that stud. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we get a stud? Just a, an all outright just stud of a fucking defenseman. You know what I mean? Like, a guy that can just come into the NHL. I don't care if he's 20 years old and play. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really wish we can that Cam York's that guy. And I, that's the that's the hope in us. And obviously, that's the Flyers fans in us hoping that our prospects are, are really good. And we tend to overrate them sometimes with some. But... I really hope he's a stud, man, because if he's what we think he is, it solves a lot of issues. Not all of them, but it helps. It helps a ton. Not this year, but like you said, in the future, he can be that top four guy that we, we desperately need. Really, We need defense. And the more and more I think about it, I don't mind passing on Caulfield, man. Like We need defense. Bad. I don't mind passing on Caulfield at all right no, now. No, I'm over that conversation, honestly. I, I understand it. Like, he's an elite goal scorer. He's going to be a good player in the league. But right now, we need defense. Like, if we took Call Caulfield right now, Canadians were taking York right after. Because after after Caulfield and York, it kind of drops off. I If we didn't take York, I think I would have been a lot more mad at the Caulfield pick. So Yeah, for sure. Bro, think about it. Think about the problems on this team. Back checking, yeah. showing heart, grit, defense. Uh, uh, those are not uh, Cole one, Caulfield's uh, specialties. Like the, he's he's not the help on the way. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's... I mean, and that's not us saying that Cam York's going to come here and, and solve everything. But getting him in Lehigh is a start. It's, it, let's just see. Av said it. He's going to start there, and then we'll see. So I think the I think they're looking at him to just to come in here and see what he can do. Honestly, I think they're just being like, hey, you don't really have a rope. Your rope is going to go as long as. You just take it. And I said it. I don't know if it was last pod or a couple pods ago. If we keep trending downward, I want York to get meaningful reps. And I'm glad he's getting it now. And like you just like you were about to say, or you just said the leash thing. Wait, no, I I, I got to disagree with that. If we keep trending downward, I don't want him anywhere near this team. No, that no, I'm saying uh, professional games. Oh, like, oh I thought like you meant Lehigh. Because you did say a couple episodes ago, if we were trending downwards, you wanted to see him get a couple NHL games because you were like, oh, who cares at this point? I, I would I would still like to see him, but like it's still um, it's too early. Way too early. And, and if the Phantoms are in a playoff spot at that point and they're they're still flowing, I, I'm, nah, I'm good. I'll wait till next year. No, actually, uh, my next point was going to be I saw a lot of people upset on the timeline about the, him starting with the Phantoms quote, but mm-hmm. I actually want him to start and finish with the Phantoms. Yeah. I, I, if he could get the one-off game up here – I'd be I'd be cool with that too. Like, yeah, if he can get that like garbage uh, mm-hmm. time game, if that's you what he might get. Like he might get the last two games of the season. But I yeah, don't no, that's him. what I want. Yeah. That's what I want. Absolutely. And I, then I want him getting on that playoff run. Yeah. And I want to see if he can lead another team on a run. I want to see if he can lead another <laughs> team. 
Danny, if if he if the fa- uh, I'm not even gonna say it, but that's gonna be a, that's I'm gonna tuning be awesome. in. It's gonna yeah, I'm dude, absolutely. I, I'm I'm not just saying this as a joke, but I'm a lot more interested in the Phantoms now than I am the Flyers. Obviously, I'm gonna still keep tabs on the Flyers because we run a Flyers podcast. But honestly, man, I'm more invested in the Phantoms. They are a better team. They are 11 three and 12 three and two, I think now. So. I, I'm so happy he's going into a good situation, man. Like, and I, like the Flyers were playing the way they're playing right now, and the Phantoms were the usual way the Phantoms are. I would be this fucking sucked. I'd be like, stay in fucking Michigan. But now that the Phantoms are actually good, um, like I said, I'm I'm hyped for him. Dude, I'm part of me kind of wishes we could just get Patrick down there too for that playoff run. Uh, I saw a couple of tweets about that tonight too. I, I mean, would you be totally against? Sending Patrick down into the no, fans and calling no. Tanner Lazinski up? Hell no. no. I, I think that's what we should do, actually. I think that's what they might do. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not I'm not against anything at this point. Like I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs for anything other than Joel Fair be sitting on the bench. That's the only thing. Why is he playing fourth line minutes? Dude, that, I, you know, I was just going to say that. Not only that, like, he, I'm, he, yeah. he got up to 15 minutes tonight. So, like, he did kind of, like, get a tiny bump. Yeah, but he, last yeah. game, he, got he, was, he had, like, eight. Last game he had like seven, yeah. eight minutes. Uh, I don't understand I'm, why he's the guy. Like, I'm gonna give Av a pass for that game when he sat the three kids, Limblon, Patrick, and Fairby, because I honestly think, even though he didn't go into the locker room after the second period, he, he let the players deal with it. I think his like subtle message by doing that was, "Hey kids, you're cool on this one. This is on them." And he points to the fucking veterans. He's like, "This is this game's on you. Go out there and win it." And that's what they did. I don't think that it was totally... I mean, obviously, Limblom and Patrick sat, so obviously it has a little bit to do with their play. But I don't think it had a... The, the, the complete reason why A.V. did that was just on the kids. I think a lot of it had to do with him putting it on the veterans and saying, this is your team, this is my... Or maybe it's him showing Chuck, like, hey, this is my veteran core forward group that you're giving me. Duru, Hayes, Voracek... Katuria, these are the guys that I'm given. So I'm going to show you what they're capable of. So I'm going to put everything on their backs, and we'll see how things go. Because they were he was double-shifting the fuck out of Katuria, Giroux, and Voracek tonight. And um, it didn't work out pretty well. But, I mean, it didn't work out very well. So well, Yeah, just, you can only do that for so like that, That's like yeah, a, it's gonna, it's a gonna one in the chamber type yeah, thing. You need a fucking team, bro. You can't just ride. That, that Attack shit, stall shit. The shit you do when you need a goal, not... Not in the beginning of a game. Like, and, uh, you're going to get your... Especially, I mean, Giroux's 32. Voracek's how 31. It, and, then, and then the conversation after that turns to, oh, why is Drew looking so fucking tired at the end of the season? Because he was used to death. He was double-shifted in fucking March 31st, a month before the season ends. And so if we see Drew have no legs by May, we know why. Yeah, just carrying the team in game 35, like... Game 34. Shouldn't but. need to do that, man. I mean, they should come out against the Buffalo Sabres and not have to put the team. He he shouldn't have to do that, man. Like the team. You should sh- be able to get the first goal against the Sabres. Like, first two goals, dude. And then maybe let one in. And then it's a nice 2-1 game. And then you keep the fucking Sabres from scoring. Like, it's embarrassing. Something has to happen, man. It's, it's so... It's... It's past the point of giving this team an excuse. There's no more excuses. You're playing really bad hockey. You're you're playing hockey like you don't want to be there. You don't look like you know what you're doing out there. The defensive zone coverage coverages this year have been so bad. 
And I don't understand what it is, man. It's just, it's not effort because, like, they're trying. Like, you can see them fucking skating their asses off. It's just positioning. Their gap control was fucking awful. They don't trust each other to make a play. Like, they don't trust the guy next to them to make a play. So, they're trying to make the play for the guy next to them. And when they do that, that leaves a guy open because they're trying to take over for the guy. You know what I mean? Like, if you're taking, if you're trying to take the your right D's guy that leaves your position wide open because you're trying to make up for the guy next to you it, it, it's it's just everyone's playing individually right now i want to keep going back to that nobody they're not playing a team game right now and they're not shooting the bitch man i want to keep saying that again they're it's been better this game i thought their shoot shoot first mentality has was better tonight from what i watched but that again that comes in spurts the inconsistency with that like why aren't they just shooting the puck all the time like that well, why do why do we get them shooting shooting it like crazy in like 5 minute spurts three periods at a time i mean one period every two you know what i mean like i feel like i'll text you but okay they look like they're shooting the puck like like, like they were told to shoot the puck and then it goes away for two periods and then it comes back and then it goes away for three periods it's Inconsistency has been the theme of this team since we were like 15, man. The, the absolute backbreaker tonight. Provorov gets the goal, puts it within one, and yeah. then we start absolutely buzzing. We were out shooting them 11 to nothing. Their first shot, it takes it. First shot. An Angel NHL shit. 21 type bounce goes in, and right then I knew it's yeah, done. Over. Yeah. It's done. There's Honestly, no I, magic tonight. I think Provorov's playing a lot better than. Recently, he's starting to pick it up a little bit. He's starting to shoot the, the thing with Provorov is like, especially, and I think this was the case in 1819. It's like when you have a, a, a year where the entire team is having down years, of course, the guy who plays like 26 to 30 minutes a night yeah. is kind of look bad. Like, I just like, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not like giving him a pass. No, or nothing, no, no, I, I absolutely understand what you're saying. You're, you're 100% right. Yeah, like you get, you're on the ice for that much, and the, and especially when you don't have a, a D partner, a reliable D yeah. partner, especially when it's a new guy every night, like. How how can you have any reliability with that? Uh, okay, if if we're gonna hold accountability and, and Ghost is getting waived for not being a very good defensive defenseman, how is Eric Gustafson on this team still? He 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 watched, he watched that Buffalo Sabres score a goal today. How is he still on this team, Dan? How is he not on waivers? No seriously. Clue. Seriously. No, no clue. I don't understand because it seems now that the, their purpose of putting Gosper on is because that they knew he would clear. And that they would get that one million, but I don't get why they would like you. Just I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. We had do Gustafson as well. Why not? Yeah, do I, both. seriously, do Voracek while we're at it, man. Send them all through. I, don't, I, I don't give a fuck at this point. I really don't. I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. I'm not saying Voracek is all to blame. I'm not saying Voracek. This is all Voracek's fault. Not at all. This is not all on Voracek. I don't think this is on any one man at all. But. Again, in the same breath, I think this needs a shake-up. The, the, the core needs a shake-up. I want another $8 million player in here. Danny, I've said this to you before off the mic. I'm going to say it on the mic now. I think we need a, another $8 million player. You know what I mean? Like the, I don't know the word. I'm trying to look for it. I, just just the the structure that Voracek brings. Like That's our big three. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I want a different big three. Our big three right now on the forward group side of things is Voracek, Couturier and Giroux. That's our big three. Veteran Bro. wise. You know what I mean? Like those are our guys making the three most in 2011. I want a different $8 million player. Ekman Larson makes $8 million. Blake Wheeler makes $8 million. Sebastian Aho makes 8 4. 
O'Reilly makes 7-5. Kyle Connor makes 7-1. Matthew Barzell makes 7. Those guys are would be different makers on this team. And they would bring a... They're better than Voracek. Those guys. Honestly. Brother, I want a different it, guy. He's been on the team for 10 years. And he has two playoff series wins. And the first one was one where Claude Giroux absolutely took over. And the second one was the Montreal Canadiens one last year. Like and that that goes for honestly the, the entire core that's been here yeah, since. Yeah, it's since not us bashing Voracek, but if we're gonna, bl- he's part of this core, and this core is getting looked at right now. Like, you can defend Voracek, you can look at his points, you can throw any kind of stats at me. I I don't care. Voracek is a part of this core. He is a huge part of this team. He makes eight million dollars a year. Like I, I hate bringing up the money, but at the end of things, it, it's a salary cap error. error. It's a flat cap error. You have to get production from these players. And I know he has 26 points in 31 games, but god damn, if you would have told me he has 26 points in 31 games, I would have told you that you're fucking crazy. I feel like he's had a couple of good games, but he hasn't had that game where he's where really, okay, Jake's back, Jake's taking over. He comes back for a game, and then he disappears. You need more from an $8 million player. And like again, I hate saying that. I hate bringing up the money, but it's true, man. You need your top three veteran forwards to be better than this. Drew has been good. Drew has put the team on his back several times this year when he shouldn't have to. He, Drew's fine. I'm, I have no problems with Drew. Couturier's Couturier, but Voracek, I, I, I don't, I hate blaming him, but like, it's not all on him, but he, if, if Chuck's making a move to shake things up, he's the guy I'm looking at because I'm not Well, what it Drew. comes down to is he still has value because like people, yeah. people throw out the like, Oh, we shouldn't trade him. He's still playing good. Twenty six points in thirty one games. Well, that's my reasoning for wanting to trade him because, like you, like we always say, he's not going to get any younger, and he's still putting up points. And while he's not, like you know, like uh, on your computer when something's not loading, so you just hit the refresh button. Yeah. Like that's what I want the fucking team to do. Like yeah. just hit the refresh button, dude. Like get new guys in here, new eight million dollar player. Um, he hasn't scored since March eighteenth. Yeah, he, bro, he's never been a goal scorer, and it's I so know, frustrating. I know, but, like, you need to score. I don't he, know, that's what I'm I want games. a $6 million goal scorer. Fuck yeah. an $8 million one. Give like, me a $6 million goal scorer. We, we don't have any goal scorers besides Farabee. We have a fucking, we have an ELC goal scorer. Yeah. I mean, he's yoked, but... <laughs> I shit. mean, yeah, but, like, he shouldn't be the guy. Like, he shouldn't be your goal scorer. And he, a, a dude on his the second year of his ELC shouldn't be your... Your fucking third leading point scorer on the team is he third or is he second? He's second. With th- JVR has he's fizzled out. Second. Yeah, big J- time. He's just like yeah. JVR is that kind of player. He just gets hot, gets cold. We know that. We we've always known that. It's it's been the case with JVR his entire career. Nothing new. He's fizzled out completely. Bad. I'm looking at his game log right now. It looks like two points in the last nine, ten games. <laughs> that's not gonna do it, Dad. That's just not gonna do it, brother. It's that's man. It's just that I, I can't even be mad at him because like he's no, one of the few guys that actually show up. You can't be mad at him, but then again, it's so weird because I'm not mad at Voracek. I'm not mad at JVR for this season. I'm not. But then again, these guys sucks. have value and they won't for long if we hang that, on to them. It sucks, like, Danny, because you know how like a parent is responsible for their kid. Like if a kid does something, if if a kid walks up to somebody and kicks them in the knee, a, a little kid. It's not the kid's fault, it's the parent's fault. You know what I mean? So like that yeah. this team, it's not all on Jake Voracek and Claude Giroux and 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 Couturier, but if the team's bad, 
guess who they're looking at? They're looking at the guys who make $8 million a year. That's who the, the national media is going to look at. That's who anyone's going to look at. They're going to look at the top guys on the team. And at the end of the day, if your team's not producing, those top guys will get moved. And like you said, Voracek's been here for how long? How long has Voracek been here? Ten years now. Pretty Ten much. years now. And what have we seen? We've two gotten playoff series wins. Two play- it's, I need something different. I'm not saying it's all on Voracek. I'm going to say it again. Oh, and but- if you want to take it a step further, the two playoff series wins, one of them is the first year he arrived here, so he's not even a leader on the team yet. That's like That's not even his, like, oh. he's not even part of the core, so to speak, that time. And then the last one was eight years later. Like, yeah. that's eight years. And like like I said before, obviously, that's not just him. There's Hextall, Hextall years. Mm-hmm. But, like, at a certain point, how many coaches can you go through? How many good coaches can you go through, too? Like, yeah, A.V., yeah. Lavi, Barubi. Like, these are all got established guys, winners. Dude. Like, teams would pick these guys up, and like, it's anytime weird. they're available. It's weird being on this side of the fence, Danny, because, honestly, I wasn't a year ago. I, I really wasn't on the let's shake yeah, things up. A lot could change. A lot could change in a year, and this has been such a downward spiral that it sucks it's gotten to this point. But it, it didn't seem like it would yeah. get to this point last year. But I just don't want people thinking that we're sitting here blaming Voracek for this season. I'm not. I'm just saying that the result of this season is going to cause domino effects, and I think one of those domino effects is probably Jake Voracek getting shipped out. I think, I think that's just something that might happen. Yeah. I mean, whether it's Seattle, whether it's Chuck giving Seattle other shit to take them, whether that's Chuck giving somebody else something to take them, I don't know. But I think that would be where they would go. They obviously they need to add a defenseman. They need to just try to shake it up. I don't know, man. Like, he has value. Teams want him. But the more and more we hang on to him, that's just going to not be the case. I mean, look, that's where we're getting ghosts. at. We like, if we're not ghosts. in our cup window, if we're not, like, immediately contending for a cup, like, we got to be – kind of getting rid of these guys and that's why we're, we're not like blaming it on them we're just no. saying that like if there's a there's you have to shake something up and mm-hmm. these are the guys that you flip like imagine like johnny goudreau instead of horacek that'd be awesome that would be awesome. or like brady kachuk instead of horacek or like oh kyle connor instead of horacek that's what i'm talking about like i want another dynamic instead of horacek you know what i mean no, i totally agree not that's a playmaker exactly like Giroux. I want. I want another i want somebody who uh, Shoots the bitch, bro. A guy who's a natural fit with Giroux. Yeah. Like, honestly, the, Get Giroux if, the, if there's Yager. anything that this season has shown me more than anything else, I, I feel just so bad for Giroux because I, I, I sit there and I realize, I'm like, damn, this really could be the end. I'm like, and this team really fucked it all up. I'm like, they, it literally all led to this point, and then they, yeah. like, it just, they fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it the only yeah. players, the only players in my eyes that are safe that I wouldn't trade are... Couturier, Giroux, Proby, Hart, and Limblom. Those are the only players that are safe, honestly. Limblom, Couturier, Giroux, Proby, and Hart. Faraby or no? And Faraby, yeah, so six. Fairby. I mean, even Faraby, like if we got some insane deal, I, I I would I maybe would be like, yeah, let's see, yeah, what the deal is. But he would be on like the edge of it. I would be like, it would have to be something really. It would have to be Kyle Connor or something. What like if it was good, like in a good type yeah. deal? Yeah, I would. Cause if you think about it, like Calgary, you know what, like, ah. that, like that, that would be something I feel like they would be interested in, especially would like. You, uh, more I don't know if I, I would. I don't do know it. if I would I do know. that. I, I just said yes, but it, it just sank. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't if know. I would do that. I don't honestly. know. It depends. It depends. It, 
if if they're like, all right, we want Faraby, but we want more than that, I'd be like, all right, no. Yeah, if it's just Faraby and Goudreau. Like, I'd you're getting Faraby and a fucking third. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Faraby and a third. Good because point. you're getting a guy who, like... Could be better than him when he's 28 and 29. Yeah, and he's making much less. Much less, yeah, yeah for, sure. for and, sure. And on a team that's probably not doing the best financially right now, or in the COVID flat cap year. I just... I don't know where we go from here, man. Like, where? what happens from here i have this is the first time like, i really feel in the dark with this team i have no idea what chuck's thinking i don't know what he's going to do i don't know if he's just gonna keep this team i say that i don't know if he's gonna keep this team as it is right now and just let this rest of the season ride out and just see how it goes but the york signing makes me raise my eyebrows because the elc kicks in this year you know what i mean so I don't see a guy. I don't know what the direction. Dude, he that's wants another to do. thing I said a couple. Of, I was like, I want them to burn that year. Yeah, yeah. like and screw. They did. We need yeah, positives fuck, this fuck year, it, bro. Yeah, fuck that year, dude. Need the positives, dude. You're, they're not in a position to worry about ELC burning ELC years. Like, who gives a fuck about that? Because if he comes out and he looks really good going into the off season, you go, all right, Farabee's a stud, and yeah. we know York is on the way. All right, mm-hmm. no matter what, like, we got guys to tune in to watch. Like, we have yeah. dudes that are up, like... Worrying yeah. about worrying about ELC, like, burning e- a first year of your ELC is for teams that are completely rebuilding and don't want to burn a year on one of their young prospects. You know, they make no sense for them. That's a team that would have to worry about that, but Nah, we're. I mean, we're pretty bad right now, but I don't think we're a team that has to worry about burning a fucking year. Cam works, ELC for sure. Especially with the momentum he has right now, like you don't want to stop this kid. Yeah, like you don't point. want you don't want Absolutely. him playing Warzone right now. No. Like you want him playing hockey, hundred percent. Especially, I mean, I think the fact that the fans are rolling like they're rolling had a, a huge part to do with with Chuck wanting to sign him. And honestly, I mean, Cam York came out after last season, and I'm I'm pretty sure. I mean, the way Chuck said it. Cam was like, I want to sign now. And, and and Chuck was like, uh, let's go. Chuck and Flair were like, hey, let's go back to Michigan for a year. Let's see how you do there. They were maybe thinking about signing them when he said that. And we're like, okay, maybe. But let, let's see what you do in your sophomore year. And then he went back and we're like, okay, you're going to fucking sign me now? Like, are you ready to do it now? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to go back for my junior year. There's nothing left to prove. Like, he would, I would have been mad if he went back, honestly. Like, what What else would you have to prove? You know what I mean? Nothing. You literally could. I mean, the only we, thing you could have done is go win a championship. You know what I mean? But he got kicked out of the tournament. It wasn't his fault. You don't know how far he would have went. But the only thing he could have done more is obviously win the Big Ten championship or win the NCAA championship. But dude, we laid it out in like October. Like yeah. we literally, we literally laid out the roadmap. We said if he does this, if he goes from A to B to C to D, hold on, hold on. then wrote... he could play professional hockey. And he did everything. He did it all. Yeah, he did. He did it all. Absolutely. I mean, I said it in the beginning of the, of, of the pod. He did everything. Like, if we were to sit down and be like, okay, this is what he needs to do. We did, and he, he did it all. He did it all. <laughs> we did. We I did wrote, it like October when Daniel was snapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wrote an article uh, October 1st of 2020. I, I named it Rookies Who Can Make an Impact in 2021. In that article, I mentioned Morgan Frost, who got hurt the second game into the season. So, I mean, we really don't know what this year could have been if he, if he would have stayed healthy. Zamula, who... Honestly, I he's starting to play better uh, re- recently the past couple of weeks, but he's not ready for uh, the NHL this year, so I don't think you'll see Zamula. But I said I said uh, Frost, Zamula, Tanner Lenzinski, who I think you'll definitely see this year. I said Wade Allison, who I think you'll definitely see this year. And then I finished it up. Funny thing is, I started I started this Cam York sentence out 
with I was going to go with Mark Freeman here, but honestly, we've seen him enough that I think he'll he'll play for the Flyers this year. And that's pretty funny oh. looking back on it because. Yeah, that all that whole situation, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> especially us tweeting out the whole like. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. glad he remembered where he lives. Like, yeah, that's funny as fuck. Um, but at the end of that article, I said, "It's it's funny looking back on it." I said, "With all that being said, he's a really good player, but there's a chance you don't see him in orange or black this year. He would have to go to Michigan, absolutely light it up this year, prove he can consistently play a tougher physical style of game, sign his ELC with the Flyers, play well with the Phantoms, and eventually get a call up." That's if there's room with the Philadelphia at the time. A lot of things could fall into place to see York next year, but stranger things have happened. Go Flyers. And honestly, you might see York this year. You might see Tanner Luzinski this year, and you might see Wade Allison. So. And let me throw another thing out at you. Mm. Um, imagine this. Ready? What? The year Frost had with the Phantoms last year. Imagine if he came back early from – or maybe not even early. Imagine if he came back on time from his injury and still had time to join the Phantoms for that run. I didn't even think about that. And be uh, no, how bad might. they were last year, and ma- imagine him on the the team when they're good, and he can actually lead them on a playoff. That could be so huge for his development. His development, yeah, no, absolutely. I, Danny, I didn't even think about that, dude. That's not, that's, a, that's a great fucking point. Chuck's already come out and said that he's he's ahead of schedule, and I think I think he when was his press conference a week ago, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago? When was that? When did he come uh, out tall? Definitely a week, week and a half range. So, okay, well, he said that a week and a half ago. He said that Morgan Frost was ahead of schedule, and they were looking to get him on the ice in the next coming week. So I think Morgan Frost will probably hop on the ice for a conditioning stint for the next couple of weeks, and we'll see where things go. But I didn't even think about that. If Honestly, I mean, I don't know what they would do. Like, would AV, I mean, would they just play him in the NHL and have Patrick right now? Like, I honestly, they might do that, but. I would not be against Morgan Frost going down and playing for the fans. More and more I think about it, that's absolutely what they're going to do. He has chemistry with all the guys down there. Scott Gordon knows him. I yeah, think it, Danny, just, I would in terms it. of him easing back into play, I think that's the best situation oh for him. Oh, my God, I would love it. Absolutely. Go down there and see how see if you can go win a fucking Memorial Cup. Honestly. Imagine, imagine if he took off, too, and like found his fucking game. Like, would, would you be surprised? No, I absolutely would not be. The way I mean, he was playing last year, yeah, especially. Yeah, he had, he had what? One That's last... why I think it would be perfect. He'd be the perfect piece to add to the Phantoms at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then you're adding York. I mean, me and, my, me and my pop were talking, and he was telling me, he was like, he was like the Phantoms are a lot more fun to watch than the, the Flyers this year. And I was like, yeah, definitely they are. I mean, they're a really good team this year. Young, young group mixed with like a bunch of veterans. It's, it's a really good mix right now. And then he was like, and they just got a lot better. Adding Cam York a lot better. Like you're adding a stud defenseman, so we'll see. And I, I, I'm not. Are you worried about Cam York to transition from the collegiate game to a pro game? Because I, I honestly, I'm not. Honestly, I think he can jump right in. I said it before. Uh, I yeah, think I, I think college gets dudes ready for, the, especially the AHL, more than any other junior mm-hmm. league does. And I, if there's something, the national development team has done nothing but just spit out studs the last five, ten years. Like seriously, I yeah, yeah, I think I think he'll translate just fine. Tanner Lazinski started a little slow this year from a stats po- uh, standpoint, but from like a two way standpoint, guy, dude. from like, a two way standpoint, he's been solid all season. So I honestly, I mean, we saw Faraby come in here from the college ranks. York obviously is going to be coming from the college ranks, so it's exciting. The fact that you just said Frost could go down there, like the possibility of that happening, is really exciting, man. That's it's really exciting. And being for a leader too, that's what excites me. Like he's going to go down there and be like. I don't want to say like a vet on the team, but as as like a young 
prospect goes playing on an AHL team, he's kind of going to be a vet on that team. Like, oh, yeah. It reminds, me, it reminds me, you know what we could see? Remember that, um, like, in 05 when uh, Richards and Carter won down there, won the um, yeah. Calder Cup down there? Yeah. I I would love to see if he could have some kind of year like that with York and, like, the other guys, Wisdom, Forrester, like, just win the Cup. That would be so awesome. I mean, that, I mean, that would be amazing considering the Flyers season of dealing right now. That little sliver of, of, of light would would honestly help me. <laughs> help me from not being so sad from the Flyers this year. That's what I said. I'm all in on the Phantoms, bro. For sure, bro. Absolutely. I mean, they play on Saturday, I think. So, What time? Seven. So I think you might see Cam York's pro debut Saturday at seven. God, Saturday you got Phillies at four, Phantoms <laughs> at seven. <laughs> Phillies at four, Cam York at seven. Sign me the fuck up, bro. Fuck the Flyers. I'm out. <laughs> like, <God. laughs> honestly, bro. Like, uh, I hate Phantom merch that. on the way. Phantom, the, the Liberty, the Liberty Phantom, bro. Fuck some shit. We'll figure. Change it out. that shit up, honestly, dude. They're such we got a, a Phantoms fun merch fucking team soon. to watch, and they're good right now without Zamula. They're out David Casa. Like they're playing without good players, man. They're adding York. Like, it's so exciting for them. I'm really happy. Scott Gordon, I don't know what the number was, but I think he has, like, 600th, he's like 600th uh, AHL win as a as an AHL coach. That's awesome. Scott Gordon is – he deserves a an NHL gig soon. I don't know if it's a head coaching gig or if it's a, an assistant gig, but that dude deserves something, some kind of promotion. I don't know if it's with us, some different team, but dude's been awesome de- developing our, our players. Yeah, I love that dude. Is, yeah, is you're sure. gonna be in the lineup Saturday? Yeah, I think so. I mean, oh boy, today is what Wednesday, and they play Saturday. Yeah, that's plenty of time. Yeah, that's yeah, plenty that's of plenty time. Of time. Mm-hmm. I'm I was sure. just wondering if there was any like, because like the we were talking about him potentially having to quarantine after the positive test at Michigan. No, I don't think. Uh, no, I don't. I think him signing today. If he was under any kind of quarantine, I think it would have ended today with him signing. Because I think they would have gotcha. just went into it right after. Because that's usually what they make you do. If if there's like a positive test, they make you quarantine right away. So it might have been like a five six day quarantine. He might have tested po- uh, negative. I don't know. I'm just making I'm making guesses. But I think them signing him now, like they they wouldn't have signed him knowing that he had to quarantine and not you know what I mean and, and come to the Phantom. So they would they signed him knowing that he will be here soon. He'll be here in the next couple of yeah, days. Yeah, bold little move by them to fitting that in right before the game started. Right before the game. So yeah, I'm not no. that the Flyers fucking are so mad, good. Bro. They're so good. Their PR team is so sneaky. They throw out like a little like gritty merch or a gritty video whenever th- they're so good at kind of like deflecting. It yeah, pisses me off. Yeah, cuz they they see the comments where's Cam York cuz everyone's been tweeting about it the past 2-3 days with all these college players signing. You got Matt Boldy over there and Minnesota, you had Caulfield with Montreal. Who else? You had Alex Turcott with LA. You had uh, who? Uh, Florida. You had Spencer Knight in Florida signed their ELC. So everyone was kind of throwing their hands up, being like, "Okay, where's York?" And then I don't know. Today, I I, I tweeted at, I replied to a couple of guys on Twitter saying, like, "Where's Cam York? What's the fuck Chuck doing?" And I was like, "Hey." They got kicked out because of a COVID protocol, so they might be in some kind of quarantine. So let's give it a little bit of time, and then what do you know? Hours later, they sign. I mean, we were just talking to Chris today on the in the in the. I mean, I was not you. Chris didn't even think that they were going to sign him this year, and I did. But it's it's really nice to see them them make that move, even even though the Flyers suck this year. <laughs> Dude, so, so at seven p.m. Chris, on Saturday, 
It's Flyers on the road uh, against the Islanders or the Phantoms with Cam York in the lineup. Like I, I think you I'm know that sorry, answer. Bro. I know which route I'm going, and uh, I hope others out there join us on that route. Absolutely. And uh, the timeline's I- gonna be jumping if York scores, dude. Bad, bad. Phantoms game is gonna be on my Mac. Flyers game will be on my TV, but it will be muted. The Phantoms game will have sound, so that's that's what I'm doing Saturday. So. Flyers don't deserve it, dude. The, the, the Phantoms deserve me watching them. They deserve my viewership. They deserve the money from that. Whatever, if they get money from me, like me if they go to the playoffs, is there a way we can like go up and like, trying, to, trying to go to a game to soon? Trying to go to a game soon, bro? Let's go. The boys, yeah, I, especially the I would like boys? to go to a playoff game. Let's like do a playoff it. Phantoms game would be, especially if like like I don't know, Frost maniac. and York are in the lineup. Oh, bro. I'd be like, fucking screaming, bro, in a fucking Phantoms jersey. Oh my that'd god, be a, that'd be a sick time. That would be a quick question. Point. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you have the knowledge, but is number four retired by the Phantoms by any chance? I kind of want to see him wearing four, bro. Kind of no want to see him wearing four. Don't do I, it. Does I anybody wear four? Do a quick Google. Oh wait, um, does Zamula wear four? What what does Zamula wear? Fuck, Zamula wears four, doesn't he? Yeah, I think he does. Damn. Give it up. We'll see. We'll see what he does. This is we're in an hour in, so we could wrap it up now. Pretty good episode. Yeah, I just want to mention our man's in the net hockey. You've been hey. posting that that same edit of the uh, the custom York jersey. He 44. wants York in forty four. Hey, Dang. he manifested it, and dude, he just might be getting it. Um, he's literally he's been tweeting soon, like so of you, but like he's been tweeting <laughs> soon. Dot 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 with like that same picture of the York jersey, and he manifested it. And it's came it's came to fruition. I, I honestly, go. I'm gonna take all the credit for Cam York getting signed today with my beam of him looking out the window at Caulfield oh, yeah. and Baldy. I'm, I, I think that's what did it. I think Chuck saw it and he was like, you know what? I gotta sign him. Gotta sign him. Caulfield and Baldy can't be having all the fun, man. You gotta let York come in there and have his fun. Like I you also said, love every guy that got signed today. You were just like, oh, there goes another one. Like just kind of like waiting for. Like, yeah, I was waiting for York it, bro. I, 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 I had all the confidence in the role that York was going to get signed. I, I, I would have. I, I wish there was a way I could have bet it because I would have. I was very confident in that. Glad it got done. Glad that Chuck is doing something. At least the Gosses fair move is is him acknowledging like, him wiggling his finger and showing us that he's fucking alive, dude. These last two like these last two moves. At least it's him showing he's alive. At least it's him showing that they don't want Ghost on his team. At least they're acknowledging that, hey, we need help defensively. Ghost is not the answer that we need. So, at least it's something, Danny. It's not everything right now, but at least it's him doing a little bit. Yes, sir. All right, yeah, let's wrap this up. If the Flyers make a move, like a crazy move, or if, like, York has a uh, awesome game on Saturday or something, we will be back immediately. Not even... If some immediate news not even fucking not even if he has like if, if he scores a goal or has two assists if he has a solid defensive game where he just looks like that elite two-way defenseman who just really good gap control and just can skate around the ice effortlessly i will be on the pod talking dude and i'm clipping videos making videos about york like it, it's gonna it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun i'm excited absolutely Go you can fans, check that baby. out at the liberty yo uh at chris stumps yep at tly danny those are all the socials. Give us a good rating on iTunes if you may. And um, even go though, Phantoms. Even though they're 6-10-1 in March in 17 games, go for it.